Welcome, 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 everybody, to this week's episode of the Heineman Brothers Hockey Show. Uh, this week, as in all weeks, we'll be uh, talking a little puck, and uh, we'll, we'll see what the boys were up to this week. Um, we got some guests on. I'll let Tyler get to that. Um, I got to see the Silver Tips get beat up by Seattle last night, um, but uh, it's okay. Playoffs are coming up. They're going to be just fine. Um, my Islanders suck, but luckily the Penguins keep losing. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Bru- uh, Bruins bolts, unbelievable couple games this week. Uh, but let's uh, let's get to a little intros. Um, uh, Lou, what's going on in good old Ohio? <laughs> it's actually a beautiful day out today. Uh, last two days were actually pretty nice, so we were barbecuing yesterday. Did a little bit uh, today for lunch um, and just hanging out. Going to get to another Jackets game coming up on Thursday. The Penguins are in town, so uh, excited for that. Ty, how about you? Uh, good over here in Boston. Sorry, uh, we're uh, we're at my old my old place of work. Game on uh, here with my buddy Mikey and Murray. Um, just ready to talk bolts and, and Bruins, definitely. But uh, have Mikey introduce Murray real quick. He's a podcast guy in himself. I'll give him the honors. But uh, happy to be back. Excited. This playoff push is definitely going to be an interesting one. We do have. My good friend Dan Murray hopping on the podcast right. right now. I'll give you the honors. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's an absolute privilege to be here. My name's Dan <laughs> Murray. Uh, it's nice to meet all of you guys the way I like to do it, which is uh, not face-to-face. Um, I'm definitely a vocal <laughs> first kind of guy. And, uh, you know, I'd say hockey's my third sport. So, uh, real privilege to be here. You guys are really getting the layman's kind of opinions of whatever the fuck we're going to talk about. Yeah, uh, you want to shout out your, your podcast? Oh yeah, I have a podcast as well. Um, we have like a studio and stuff, but I'm not I'm not taking shots or anything. It's fine. You, know, <laughs> you do what you got to do to survive. Like, yep, so it's out there. <laughs> but uh, it's well, uh, online I hope you enjoy yourself. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a gambling podcast, uh, mostly football, but uh, we're figuring the fuck out now because. Oh, also, hopefully, we can swear on this thing. Uh, oh yeah, don't worry about that. I guess it's the XFL season <laughs> now. Yeah. Oh, hi, Mrs. Uh, Heidemann. You look uh, beautiful today. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's called the Bull Lines Podcast. Uh, if you like even dumber people than this podcast talking sports, check it out. It's great. <laughs> but happy to be here. Thanks, guys. I, I appreciate that. Um, although the intelligence level can't be that far off. But um, I guess. I guess I want to get started uh, with uh, Ty's Flyers, uh, buddy. They're they're still running away. I thought maybe they'd collapse against the Sabers for some reason. I got that one wrong. Uh, they got outplayed. That's your dad in you, thinking about the Sabers. But I mean, did you guys see the third goal? Of course, Dad sent it to me. It was yep, bad. He sent it to me too. <laughs> wrist wrist line and sent it back to uh, Hutton, and he just mishandled it. Faraby tapped in an easy one. But um, we're. <laughs> I mean, another podcast, another week, another no flyers losing. So it's fucking ridiculous. They got a huge tilt against uh, Boston on Tuesday. So um, we're trying to figure out where we're going to watch that and stuff. I mean, game on's pretty nice. There's plenty of space here right now, I'm sure. Uh, for the flyers game would be the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but uh, uh, I don't know. We'll keep rolling. Even if we lose to Boston, I think, I think we're in good shape. Well, they're at nine in a row. Yeah. So nine in a row right now. Probably the hottest team in hockey. Can I just make a uh, quick prediction? Obviously, I'll probably never be on this podcast again. <laughs> um, I Obviously, 
the Flyers, they're going to burn out. They're going to keep going on this toward pace, burn out right before the playoffs, lose a couple, get a bad seating, and then uh, get smacked by whoever they play in the first round of the playoffs, right? Probably lose four, maybe five games. I'm glad. Right? That's what's pretty sure. I mean, it's the Flyers. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can't lose five games in the playoffs. But... Yeah, um, yeah. That, that hurts, but yeah, it's probably going to happen. I'm glad. To, I'm glad we have a, a a gambling man on the podcast because uh, Tyler is running away with our preseason bet uh, between the uh, Islanders and Flyers. It, it, we're now ten points behind the Flyers with what uh, a little over ten games to go. So, uh, not not a quality bet on on my part. Yeah, I mean, you want to fill Murray in on what the bet was? Yeah, yeah bet okay. the Islanders either, man. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> so, so. Tyler just gave the full story of uh, how the bet even went down and him not remembering. So, if you want to just fill Murray in from the start, okay, yeah, so, it's, it's awesome. So, over the summer, um, uh, which is tough to do the hockey podcast, by the way, over the summer, uh, we have some rough weeks, but at one um, point, I, I don't know if it started with an argument, but uh, Tyler was like, I'll. I'll bet you 500 bucks that uh, the the Flyers finish ahead of the Islanders next year. And I was like, oh, taking it. And then we decided to put $100 on every single game they play. So four games. So so far, Islanders are 3-0, and by the way. So I'm up 300 bucks, But I'm going to lose that 500 at the end. Now, as we get into the season, Tyler doesn't remember making this bet. And so I'm like, it was on, it was on the podcast. And this is... This is back when we believed Lou was uh, going on deployment to Saudi Arabia. So we had our cousin Al doing kind of the, the editing, producing uh, role. And this is the first time he was doing it, and he lost the Skype. He claimed to do it to turn and to edit, and he probably should have been doing it all himself, you know, as a, as a broadcast man himself. But it was lost. So... Eventually, and this is like right about when the Islanders and Flyers are playing their third uh, game, and Tyler finally admits, like, fine, I, I guess I said it. I don't, you know, he didn't think I would make it up. And of course, the Islanders win again. And ever since then, it's gone the opposite way. So I'm pretty sure the Islanders were losing like 2 nothing to the Flyers. And then I was like, all right, I'll agree to it. <laughs> and then the Islanders came back and won in overtime, and I was like, "Oh, down 300. Yeah. <laughs> the the main joke of the story is how Tyler just didn't know. He was like, "Wait, what are you? What are you talking about?" He's like, "No, it's a hundred bucks a game." He's like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, you truly could have ran with that in any direction too. You could have changed the stakes. You could have done whatever you wanted. Because there's a very high line of believability yes, with whatever like, he does. Yeah, it was just on the first three games, uh, and it was three hundred fingers, man. Every every Islanders game, someone's losing a finger. Whoever wins. Like, oh, that sounds like me. He picks out me. every Islanders win, and he was like, "And you bet me on these games too." <laughs> well, I, I would have needed it now. I'm glad I didn't raise the stakes at the end of the season. Hey, with that being said, what what is the topic of the pod, dude? What are you guys getting into today? I think it's hockey. Um, get to the news, eh? Wait. Yeah, yeah. We'll get, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into some news here. Um, uh, first off, let's get That's not right topic. into. <laughs> we don't. Uh, don't gas our main topic is Bruins Bolts, which is actually on right now, and we're re 
watching it, and I can't wait till the fights start. Yo, hammer the over in this game. I'll oh, hammer the over right now. <laughs> before we get before we get the, to the news, I want to ask, like, because they had that Bruin skull um, that they had to review um, when it went over the line, and that was like uh, the the whistle was when that shit went down with Sorelli. Uh, cross checks Char in the back while he's trying to fight Maroon, um, but I'm wondering like if you go back to the goal, like obviously they they put everyone in the box and it's towards the end of the period I think so they just went to the dressing rooms. But if it's like a tripping call or something that that causes the whistle when you got to go back, is there still a penalty? Yeah, I believe. So. Wait, I figured uh, anything off. No, after, 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 delayed, yeah, and yeah, but everything after the offside should be non-existent, right? Like so, a bench minor cool. doesn't matter if it's happening during the game or not, right? Like it's only if it was something that happened but technically didn't happen. If they're going going to rewind thirty seconds, then that doesn't really count. It's the same as any time they reverse an offsides or whatever, right? Those thirty seconds don't actually count. So anything that happened in that window, basically international waters, right? That's my understanding that anything <laughs> yeah. that happened in that that weird <laughs> time that doesn't really count. You're good. Unless it's after the whistle, then you got fights and roughing and everything. It's a time portal. Yeah, I was going to say, unless unless somebody, like, two-handed a guy in the head, you're probably not getting any uh, anything. Right, but then you, you would get a penalty. I, I just got the ruling from D, who's better hockey than me. You would get a she, – yeah, she <laughs> definitely would. Yeah. Um, it would be the same as – you know, you'd get a penalty even if they scored on delayed penalty. Because so, no, no, so it's a severe enough penalty. So to answer your question, it depends if it's in play or after play. You just asked D. Correct. So yeah, Mikey just so asked so his girlfriend the better hockey fights player. And those extra penalties happen. So if it's in the with... play, it counts. If it's after the play, then you can enforce a rule upon right, it. So, so that's why, play. yeah, last night that in the play wouldn't count, but the fight happened after the whistle was blown. So they can say, hey, this is a fighting mate or instigating, whatever you want. Okay, I got you. Yes. Yes. The fights were great. (laughs) (laughs) They were. That makes sense. you got to let me know when you get there because Chara's face after he gets cross-checked while he's engaged with Maroon is priceless. He can't believe it. (laughs) Yeah, Maroon did a good job just trying to take him down. To be fair, I couldn't believe it either. Like, the respect that the guy has in the league, like, I can't believe he went out there from behind cross-checked him. And maybe I am biased. Which I am. I, I should like say him. maybe. Yeah. Charles too, too tall. <laughs> too tall. Anyone over six four should be rounded up and shot. That's my opinion. <laughs> I ate it in a bar any because th- I'm you know six six three six two now. I've been drinking <laughs> six two and a half barefoot. Not a big deal. Uh, anyone taller than that? I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough. I think the line should be six one. So. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked. I'm trying to be the tallest motherfucker out here. <laughs> are, I could stand in the ditch. I don't know. Fuck. I could, <laughs> I could figure it out. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, when we finally meet, make sure I wear heels. <laughs> hey, Charles is here. Charles. Hey, Charles. Uh, oh, guys, how you doing? <laughs> Let's get to the news. Charles, all right. Well, you want to talk hockey? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> Okay, there's a scary moment uh, out on Long Island uh, the other night. Johnny Boychuk caught a pretty vicious skate blade to the head, right to the face, actually. Uh, Caught himself 90 stitches, uh, and the cut was on his eyelid, but somehow did not damage his eye. Um, 
and then I think he had a he had a pretty funny tweet the next day, kind of saying thanks for all the messages and sorry it took so long, but the facial recognition on his phone wasn't working. Yeah, so at least his, yeah, <laughs> at least he's got a sense of humor about it. That was so fucking funny. It's unbelievable. I was thinking about when I got hit with a puck, and obviously I used it as an excuse to talk about you know my scar and show people the picture, but um, ninety stitches. Like I got six, and I thought that was a lot. Like it was painful. Yeah, but Ty looked like Scar from The Lion King. He had a plastic surgeon do it. When you have a plastic surgeon do the stitches, they're they're tiny little stitches. Also, sorry, it's not like it's gonna, and it's probably not even gonna create much of a scar because that's that's the point of using those tiny stitches. I'm not trying to uh, uh, downgrade getting the scape laid to the eye, but uh, yeah, yeah, my stitches were fat. They took a while. To be fair, though, huge bullet dodge because he's got. Absolute baby blues, beautiful eyeballs on that guy. <laughs> so, although if anyone could rock a eye patch in the NHL, it's probably Johnny Boychuk. But uh, <laughs> he still gets love from here in Boston. He does, man. Great guy. Well, and, 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 yeah, the right a, height. The right height. Guy. That's he was a little better is. on the ice. <laughs> yeah, has he not but, been not been good? Uh, I mean, he's been solid this year. Actually, I usually complain about Boychuk, but. Uh, there's plenty to complain about on the island right now. This is actually, this is the third skate plate injury the Islanders have had. Sezikis is still not back from getting his wrist sliced. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we got uh, Roberto Luongo got his number one put up into the rafters down in Florida. Uh, certainly well-deserved. Uh, he played 20 seasons in the NHL. Uh, was... Let's, Second in NHL uh, history for games played with 1,044. Third in wins with 489. Uh, ninth in shutouts in 77. Um, 11 seasons with the Panthers over, the, of course, two different stints uh, around the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Got to be a Hall of Famer, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe so. And actually, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, I was talking to Pops the other day about how there's not like a lot of number one goalies anymore. And, it's really not. And he was he was telling me I want to I want to hear what everyone thinks about this, but he was telling me that he's pretty sure that like back in the day, as he said, um, that the goalie was number one, your best defenseman was number two. Ty, I knew you would enjoy that. Uh, then three, <laughs> yeah. four, five, and then you get to the forwards around like six or seven, and it just went in order. What do you mean in terms of like backup goalies? No, I'm saying you're the goalie. Okay, you get number one. Uh, you're our best defenseman. Here's number two. You're oh, this, numbers. Here's number three. It just went in order through the lineup goalie, defenseman, and then the, they start from the forwards, top to bottom. Kids, you're always number one, right? Uh, yeah, starting goalie, baby. <laughs> right. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Actually, well, I mean, freshman sense. year, I was 35, but. That's okay. Uh, yeah. I, I actually, I'm excited to be on the pod strictly to talk about the West. So, right now, Ohio has 75% chance to make the playoffs. I cannot believe that. Who has a chance? The Wild. Minnesota Wild. Oh, they're Yeah. That's why I'm on here. I would, ne- dude, they were selling at the deadline. Like I cannot, I cannot believe it. But they have a very good chance. I guess they're hot right now. 
Like I said, Marty Puck has them at 75% chance of making the playoffs going into this year. I hate the They're only one point out of the wild card right now. Oh, are they? They were in yesterday. Yeah, they've got, they're sitting at 75 points, Winnipeg with 76, and then the two wild card spots are Nashville and Vancouver, both at 76. So, obviously, from a gambling perspective, so we really like the Jets. I thought, (laughs) yeah. For the value. For the value. Yeah. For the value. I mean, I do like Kyle Connor. I I think they're a a very good team, big team, probably the biggest team in the NHL between Sheffley, Line A, and Wheeler, like just a heavy front presence. But it's it's a toss-up. It's really a coin flip. Like I can't believe the Wild are sneaking in right now. So Nashville's not completely out. But can yeah, I just say ahead. something about the Wild? I've hated them for a very long period of time, um, purely because I don't think that part of the country really exists. And the, the Minnesota Wild is an expansion team, like cool, whatever. But I don't like the Christmas colors. That's always bothered me. And they've been the most boring-ass team uh, particularly in NHL of all time. They're all just a bunch of boats. They're like 82s across the board. It's a bunch of big, slow guys. And uh, Parise is easy on the eyes, but I hate that fucking team. And I hate that they're, they're messing yeah, up our their best. Their star player, which is Parise, is a great guy. Yeah. Like, how is that your star player? Dude, it's gross. Oh, I hate it. hate him. That's, uh, that's actually, ex- like, that's exactly what I would have said. The Wilder doing their same old, like, we might sneak into the playoffs and lose in the first round and, and not get a good yeah. draft pick. <laughs> You just can't so. get behind Dubnik either. I'm sorry. It's just tough. It's tough to get behind him. Dubes. I don't. I don't hate Dubnik, uh, but I, but I do miss like when did they when they were. I feel like the only time they won a playoff series, it was like Backstrom and Manny Fernandez. I loved Manny Fernandez. All right. wow. I I have a question that's going to show how out of touch I am. They don't still have Cal Clutterbuck, do they? No, no, yeah. he's on the island. One of our oh, oh, dude, legend. All right, I'm an Islanders yeah. guy then. Fuck which, yeah. which is crazy. <laughs> I, I bet the Islanders heavy when I was out in Vegas in August, and they were like a solid favorite through the year. Really have been struggling of late, which is weird. Well, no, all right, no, first of all, Barry Trotz is no, no, no. Probably last the best year, the, the Islanders showed that they'll never make it past the second round because what happened last year where they're crushing at the Coliseum. And it's like, oh, look at this incredible advantage. We should probably keep doing this. And instead, they moved to the uh, Barclays Center. Uh, well, er- and that's it. they're going to play every playoff game at um, on the island this year. They're not playing a single playoff game in Brooklyn. Is that true? That is true. So they're going to play all three of their playoff games? In, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, if, that's if they get in. That's if they get in. It's not looking great. I mean, if Columbus beats... Uh, Vancouver tonight? That's a question mark. No, uh, and, coming back. And they're going to be in the playoffs. That was that was just a momentum streak. I'm w- I'm with Dan here. Like they they're not that great of a team. They're they're not deep. I mean, in the goalie situation, they ride two, which is fine. But I, I I'm with them. They're going down. <laughs> I don't have uh, I don't have as much faith to argue with you, but it would help uh, if when we get Sazikas back. Uh, Pajot's been very good since we got him. Uh, that's about the only bright spot. Yeah, yeah I mean, what do you think of uh, the extension on that? Um, you know what? I, I think it was priced at his production for this year. And if he's not going to play a top six role, which he might, he's going to be a middle six guy for us. 
but his numbers might he might not produce like he's produced so you, this year. So I'm 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 so ecstatic that you said that because that's how much I love hockey. And I always go in between. I don't know if he is a top six guy. Like there's sometimes he has flashes. I'm like, hey, he's he's a skilled player. Like, get him some wings, like he's gonna be solid. And there's sometimes you just don't know. Like you just you just like mm. But he has other value. I mean, he's he's power play, penalty kill, he's a two way center. So um, maybe that's where that extra money comes in, even if you're not getting point production. Um, as much as you might be this year from Pajot, but um, I mean, you guys have the cash, right? Once the VARs didn't sign, you guys had it. So, well, I, I, the I, real issue is going to be Barzell because someone, I think someone's going to offer sheet Barzell in the offseason here, and that you might wish you screw had the back. No, <laughs> <laughs> <Can't take. laughs> I'm going to keep asking. Don't worry, you're the team, though. Honestly, I can't get behind. Like, yeah, I how could I can't. you feel watching? I mean, it's not his fault, but the Leafs just tanking because they're so top. Gonna be in the playoffs, the Islanders might not. Okay, but still, that level of like vindictiveness of like fuck Tavares and uh, the fact that the Leafs. I mean, the Leafs are not. And also, the the, the Leafs are one point uh, ahead. Wow. Well, they're Florida's chase. They're three points ahead of Florida, but Florida's got a game in hand. But they are by no means in the playoffs. Yeah, but Florida kind of sucks, and I feel like they were anyway. Yeah, they were like they were in the playoffs like like yesterday. Yeah, it it is wild how outside the Devils, the entire Met is like basically the wild card race, and then it's the whole Atlantic outside of Boston and Tampa. Not a big deal. (laughs) It's nice. (laughs) Here comes the end of the first period, which is where the first scrum starts. Happening, I think, right? So I want to go around the horn, though. Teams that are going to make the playoffs, yay or nay? What do you guys think of the New York Rangers? Nope. 100%? Yeah. I say if they get Shesterkin back soon, they they could, they will make the playoffs. Oh, is he back? He's back. Yeah, he's back. Shit. Shit. They're probably going to. The Islanders are out. Yeah, they're probably going to take the Islanders' spot. They're you still got Colum- you got Columbus there ahead of them too, though. Yeah, but how they're they're not going to get enough of their guys back in. The yeah, time. and you know what? No, actually, two of them, two of them just opted what, for surgery. What do you see in Columbus? And I'm not even trying to be mean, but you you, um, you seem like you're high. Well, okay. So for one, I get to go to a lot of Jackets games, um, so I get to see them a lot. Uh, but for whatever reason, they just never. And this is probably a product of. Kind of, they kind of have to be like a well. We're not necessarily better than them, but we're going to outwork them. And I'm sure that's coming from the top with John Tortorello. But they just don't stop. I watched them. They when they played Vancouver last week, uh, down three one. They scored about four goals in the last six minutes of the game to win that game. Uh, And they just they just don't really have have a quit. Uh, And between. Uh, Corpusalo, who obviously turned it, he had a little bit of a rough start to the season, but then really turned around and then went down. And then Merz Leakins obviously had his really good run. Uh, but Corpusalo looks, looks good since he's come back. They just gotta, I mean, they'll limp in if they do, but I think, I think they're a better hockey team than the Rangers. Although don't tell Mika Zabinijad that. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
So I, I agree with a lot of things that you're saying. My biggest piece of that puzzle is Seth Jones. So yep. if he's there, and again, I'm biased because his brother went to South Lake. I think he's one of the better defensemen in the league. And he makes I agree a with that. difference because playoff hockey, like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. The different, different animals. Wait, you played with Seth Jones' brother? Yeah, J.J. Jones. J.J. Jones. Yeah. Smith Jones. Triple J. Did I Three play J's. He did? I didn't know that was any. What number was it? He had a high one, 89. Short kid? Yeah, I mean, shorter than Seth. <laughs> that's, I feel like that's not saying much. I think <laughs> Seth might get killed off if uh, Murray's uh, height requirements are put into play. You guys have some danglers. So, uh... Big Z uh, knows JJ really well. They obviously grew up together, both in Texas. And uh, it's unbelievable. Like, that family between him. Because his, do you know the youngest brother is in the Oilers system, right? Really? Yeah. Max Jones is a good player, too. But anyways, before I got sidetracked, we're going around the horn. So, Rangers... I I I'm sorry, and I know Columbus has some really good place. I'm just favoring them because of momentum. So I'll go now to the Vancouver Canucks. Thoughts? I think they're in. That, that power the the power play is good enough. Markstrom is good enough. Uh, they're about to get Brock Do you Besser think back. Markstrom's good enough to get to get them into the playoffs. Yes, he's had a hell of a year. No, I mean, he has some great games in the beginning of the year. I'm just saying where they're at now, it's, it's, I mean, they're fighting. They're, they're fighting to get in. Yeah, but that's the Pacific. The entire, the, the Pacific from Vancouver, who's the top wild card spot right now, well, it's spread out a little bit, but I mean, it's, it's six points to the top of that division. I mean, you're I'm going to refrain you're from. Guys. You were Yotes guys three in. months ago. I'm going to, I mean, I have the over on points. It might not be. Well, my three lap, months ago, the Yotes were the top team in that division. And then they just played like terrible Any takes regarding the Pacific <laughs> division. I have a quick question. Yeah. If we can rewind for a second, not to go off the rails. Speaking of, uh, you said you lived in Columbus, one of you, uh, Faceless Heinemans. Yeah. I, are your thoughts uh, on Skyline Chili? Disgusting. There you go. All right, cool. I'm just glad we're on the same page. Uh, <laughs> not a big, not a big fan of Skyline Chili. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted to try it. It's weird. It's mm-hmm. basically sweet meat sauce they yeah, put on sweet, hot dogs. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> There's a lot of cinnamon. It's disgusting. You know, every city like has to have some sort of food that they rally behind, whether or not it's, it's Cincinnati is Skyline yeah, Chili. Si- well, I went to school right outside Cincinnati, so uh, okay, yep. yeah, disgusting. Cinnamon kind of. Meat substitute out of a. I always said it came out of a hose. I don't think that's true. I was just trying to smear them. <laughs> but uh, they put it on like spaghetti or a hot dog with like onions. And then when I say a fuck ton of cheese, a fuck ton of shredded cheese, and they call it uh, food. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, oh, Ohio's not really good for many podcast? things. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell. Um, I'm glad also the Canucks are in. I'm oh oh yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I agree. Canucks are in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean Tofoli's come in there and been yeah, good. he's uh, been good. I mean, it it would be a lot easier to say yes if Brock Besser wasn't or if Brock Besser was going to play. He's but, due back soon. 
Yeah, no, I didn't think. Didn't they say he's got to be reevaluated now? I, I feel like he had a setback or something. But either way, um, I like the Canucks. Uh, the the Canucks. We uh, last week we kind of named them as the uh, the the podcast's West Coast team since it's the only team we've all seen this year live. So, and they are a fun team to get behind. The power play is ridiculous. Too. That's really what it is. The power play is insane. Like Pedersen could be one of my top three players to watch. Like he's he's incredible. Um, the skill on that Quinn game. Quinn Hughes too. Yeah, no, his skating impressed me this year more than anything. Because say what you want about his brother, I know he has like the hype behind the number one pick. Him alone, incredible. The vision, the skating ability, like his. Like I mean. Is he number one in points, right? Yeah, he yeah. passed McCarr. For rookies, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he passed McCarr. And McCarr's and I love it because I tweeted at uh, my buddy, Max Whitman, who is a huge Avs fan, um, that Quinn, Quinn Hughes is, is hunting him down for the fucking Calder. And uh, I think he's got him. I was going to say, because, yeah, I mean, with the injury to Kyle McCarr, he kind of cooled off a little bit. Right. Uh, and Quinn, I mean, Quinn Hughes is just rolling. And he's running their number one power play. Which and that's is... it. And that's when Vancouver took off, is as soon as he took over that point on the uh, the power play. Is he 20? Jeez, what, a year old? He did one year. Irish twins? Well, he did one year at what? Michigan, right? Uh, he was definitely college hockey when he joined the Canucks at the end of last year. Yeah, it was Michigan. It was Michigan, yeah. I mean, he's going to be a presence. For sure, like he is. It's, it's like uh, it's like the first. I've seen. Yeah, we've seen a lot of undersized defensemen come in the league and be pretty successful, but he might be like the real turning point where you're going to see a lot of guys like him um, who can just move uh, incredibly well, and that makes up lack of size. That's the funny thing about defensemen. So obviously Tory Krug, which I do want to talk about this about what you think he's going to get paid this summer, because you're right. That's a new wave of defensemen. And uh, keep me honest here, who is the uh, defenseman out of the wild? He just signed a pretty good uh, extension. No, Brodine. Uh, no, short, short of uh, Gen- uh, Spurgeon. Spurgeon, yes. Ah. He looks exactly like Mike Sherpa. Really? Exactly. But like uglier or like. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, and then I Yeah, I I just wonder uh, on, on the topic of him and then Quinn Hughes and now Tory Krug this summer. That's why the Bruins kind of are in a situation where they do have the money to pay him. I just, I mean, it's a new era of the NHL. Um, I'm I'm glad Mikey's here uh, asking asking who's going to be in and out because. We actually had Mikey on when we did our Atlantic uh, playoff predictions. Yeah, now, he asked. Um, do you, you wrote those down, right? I did. Now, this is probably the easiest division. Um, <laughs> came on on a good week there, Mikey. But uh, literally, but, uh, every- you know what take was wrong was Mikey's Montreal take. You know, he said, he was like, I want to pick them for the playoffs, but I'm not going to. But they're going to be right there. You know, they've been tough. They haven't, they That's haven't true. Been that's true. That has happened. Now, literally all... take many a times of just completely being on the fence of something. Yeah. I mean, there's... I mean, if you want to get, get the old takes exposed, dude, can we talk about P.J. 
Not PJ. Uh, Subban. PJ Subban. Yeah, PJ. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to roll with it now. PJ. Uh, yeah. PK. PK. I mean, I fought with Mikey many a times uh, before on the PJ Subban uh, subject and how I thought he was a good defenseman and he was undervalued. Obviously, he got paid too much. I agree to that. But, um, you know, Subban has just been really bad this year. He, he's a giveaway machine, and he doesn't put up points like he used to. So, uh, you know, tough tough take by Heinze. But um, the Ben Bishop take still up in the air. We'll see. I'll ride that one out. <laughs> who's the Bishop? Yeah, Mikey doesn't like Ben Bishop. Mikey's convinced that uh, a guy who was in the, you know, Vesna running last year and, you know, as as the top five numbers this year, he's trying to steal the phone from me, isn't the top ten goalie. He's he's sensitive because the Pickles group chat lit him up for that. You went so hard over Bishop. And they're like, dude, Kemper was in the Vesna running last year. It has nothing to do with win percentage. Nothing. Nothing. He's still got a great save percentage and goal against average. I'm he's sitting I'm on, a, he's sitting I'm, on a, he's on, a good goalie. On, <laughs> I'm not saying he's a bad goalie. See, that, that's the exact reason why I'm talking right now because people are like, oh, you think he's bad? No, I never said When he's I bad. said to you, you were like, you were arguing against it. You were like, show me a time he's brought he's his team not, to the cup. And I was like, how about in Tampa Bay when they lost? They traded him. Okay. He still took him to the cup. And. Did he win? No. Okay, so so you're so you're, so you're defining every goalie's every goalie by did they win a Stanley Cup? They're that's a not... that's a big that's a big jump right there. Tuka, Tuka must stink then. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. T- Tuka Rass is the worst. That's actually what the radio is here. Felt felt. <laughs> it honestly is. I was talking to people last yeah. night. And yeah. Uh, like probably, it was probably you. Stark alive. Like, yeah. Really. Really. <laughs> Okay, but is Tuka, yeah, in the Uber, Tuka the, the Vesna guy so this year? Sorry? Is Tuka a Vesna guy this year? Like, who is the Vesna? Uh, Tuka's sitting on the best goals against average in the league. All the, I, I think it, it looks like could be Tuka. I mean, all the other, like, best goals against are, like, fucking backups. You know, like Kudobin or, like, Georgiev. Um Kemper, Allen, Francois. I, I don't see him winning it whatsoever. Um, the thing is, he sh- he's been playing unbelievable. He could fig- if he could figure it out on the road, which he has lately. But. Yeah. And I know we're hiring him because of the World Juniors, and obviously your Flyers bias. He's probably my favorite goaltender in the league. That, like, At least I'm rooting for He is so good. Murray, what do you think about Kata Hot? Kata Hot? Got a hat, got a hat, got a hat. He's a basketball guy. I don't know. Uh, I don't trust anyone whose first name is longer than their last name, so I'm out <laughs> on it. Damn. I think my first name is longer than my last name. Oh, it's close. Damn, Your name's CJ. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll keep it there. Um, but otherwise, uh, there's more letters in my first name. But um, Tampa Bay. Christopher um, James. Yes. Lou, do we have um, any more? Any yeah, more? News yeah, or? yeah. I, I only got through one thing. <laughs> just, just. I'm gonna run through them. Don't include. Well, is there anything other than injury? Have we got Hedman and McCarr are injured. Uh, Pesic and Butcher went down. Uh, that's it on the injury front. Um, we had Zabinijad had his five goal game single handedly, basically taking down the Caps. 
Uh, Ty, I believe you mentioned third Ranger in history for five goals. And I believe he's the first guy in like 35 years to have a goal in every three in all four periods. Um, awesome. Pretty incredible uh, performance. Uh, NHL salary cap predicted to go up anywhere between 84 million and 88.2 million. So that's a minimum of a $2 million jump. If they are correct in that regards, uh, Sidney Crosby hit 800 assists over the weekend. Um, <laughs> uh, they are going to be using different pucks in the playoffs. They're going to be using the uh, pucks with the chips in them. Uh, the league is pretty positive that uh, there's no difference. There's no trouble with them breaking them. Apparently, they've been shooting them out of cannons at like yeah, some absurd mile per hour. Yeah, um, but <laughs> what, do you, don't you think they'd have like players shoot them? Like what? what so are them so out they've used they've anything. used them. Well, that's more for their durability test, I believe. So they've used them in a handful of games, and Sidney Crosby has been on record saying they feel different. And whether that's just Sid being Sid and knowing the difference if there's a corner chunk missing on a punk or if it is really that big of a deal, but they are going to start using them in the playoffs. Yeah, I trust Crosby. Don't use them. Um, he knows when then, to stick. Like, he gets 100 sticks and fucking flame torches them to his specific non-curve and then, <laughs> you know, throws like, I heard 15% of them out. Because he's like, yeah, it didn't feel didn't feel right. Um, and, uh, he's pretty good at hockey. <laughs> uh, uh, last two pieces uh, tonight, uh, seven thirty uh, on NBCSN. We are getting our first ever uh, in, in NHL history all female broadcasted, all female produced production of uh, Sunday night hockey between the St. Louis Blues and Chicago Blackhawks. Um, Catherine Tappen will be in the studio, uh, with, uh, three-time Canadian Olympic gold medalist, Jen Botterill and, uh, Catelyn, uh, Urka and will be the broadcaster with Kendall coin. Oh, sorry. No, Kate Scott will be calling the game, uh, with Kendall coin Schofield. Uh, so that, that might be fun to check out. And then finally, the last piece of news I have for you boys is the Hang NHL on. general manager. Sorry. Go ahead. Can we, can we touch on this? Uh, I just yes. want I just want to tell a story about the Mongol Empire. Now, Genghis <laughs> uh, Khan and his Mongol conglomerate of tribes from the Eurasian steppe were so powerful for hundreds of years. Um, in fact, they were still killing Russians in like the at like 1900 because they their system was based on merit. It's one of the only um, you know, medieval time type systems based on merit. It wasn't whose family you were in. It wasn't who you knew. It was, you get the job if you're the best at the job. So I'm I'm not trying to uh, say that we shouldn't have an all women's broadcast, but like, I mean, shouldn't, shouldn't we just be giving the broadcast jobs to whoever's best at it, woman or man? I mean, why do we have to have such a separation, such a line? Yes, the reason they're doing it today is because it is International Women's Day. That's another thing. Like, what? <laughs> every day, yesterday was National Chicken Fingers Day. We didn't have, like, <laughs> I didn't get three chicken fingers at the Silver Tips game. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a good rant. Oh, boy. Yeah, I... <laughs> 
really had no idea where that was going when it started. Um, it's it's one broadcast. It's I'm not mad about it, but like hashtag free the chicken fingers. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not mad about it. I just it's like having uh, International Women's Day or International Soup Day. It it doesn't mean anything. Hey, was so, it was it actually Chicken Finger Day yesterday? I don't know. I, 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 knew I think he, he, he was he was making a point, but um... <laughs> but I was I was interested. I was like, fuck! I didn't even eat chicken tenders on. Chicken <laughs> <sighs> um, I I hear you, Siege. I mean, it's uh, that's just kind of in uh, the society and culture we're in right now is basically compensating for. Um, you're right. Everything should be flat out equal, but it's not. And, and people are compensating and showing support. So, um, whatever it's a broadcast. Um, I'm not showing any support. All right. <laughs> so don't watch NBCSN tonight. Um, I won't fine. Finally, uh, the NH to you, Ty, you and CJ chagrin, the NHL general managers have re- recommended the rule change, to make offsides the blue line, it will now be a plane instead of so you will not need to keep your foot on the ice. I didn't like that. Is that what you're saying? So stupid. Yeah, both of you did not like that because you guys said that like your whole whole time coming up, growing, learning the game is is stretching that leg and keeping it on the ice. I actually don't even remember having this conversation. Um, and I certainly was not going over the blue line at any time. Especially not offside. <laughs> uh, you both um, did did not like it. But I, I will say, I think it's going to be harder to tell if someone's offsides or not. I think we may have brought that up as well in the argument. Um, I don't exactly remember agreeing to it, which is why I asked as well. But, um, you know, another moment on the pod that I don't remember class. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know... Well, it, it yes to be seen. You know what I mean. That's kind of how I feel about it now. Is we'll see if it's better or not. I mean, could, they could change it back in a year if it's shitty. But um, I, it's, it's so stupid how it should be so subjective. All these calls, they just need to figure out a technology where it's not. Which the puck tracking, where the Flyers had a goal against, um, I think it was, I think it was the Rangers. Um, actually, I'm not sure who it was, but basically, Coley was in the net. Yeah, I think it was. So, it was. What's that? Oh, I was just gonna. I was gonna elaborate on the on the puck tracking stuff. But yeah, I mean, it went in. Connecty scored. Oh no, it was on the Caps. And Holpe was in the net, and he came out, but you couldn't see it on camera. Like the review they had, they reviewed it, and you couldn't see it. But if they had the puck tracking system, which they will have in the playoffs it would have been ruled the goal. Like they came out and said that. So yeah, they'll, they'll be able to pinpoint exactly where on the rink, the puck is at any given second during right. play. It's unreal. It's going to be some new saber metric stats off that. Oh yeah. Uh, do, they do, that? do they do that in baseball? Is that the only other sport that has that? No, they just bang trash cans. <laughs> oh man. I kind of like that the whole league during spring training, like the first five games, seven guys on the Astros got hit with pitches. Oh, yeah. The over-under was like 83 for the season. Oh, my and they God. Were at like, they were at like eight for like the first two spring training games. <laughs> yeah, but did those count? No. 
No, but they're going to get they're going to get thrown at all year. Why? Because the because the, the MLB didn't really punish them for doing what? They cheated to win the World Series. How did they cheat? They were stealing <laughs> signs. Uh, I've not heard. Of <laughs> they, I don't so watch they any had, other sports. So they had camera guys stealing signs for the pitches, and the batters had electronic buzzers on underneath their shirts, and it would buzz to tell them exactly what pitch was coming. Nice. Well, I mean, if you're not cheating, you're not trying, right? <laughs> and the league didn't really do much. I specifically remember cheating to beat the, the Devils in one game because I pulled the puck out of the net and told the ref it didn't go in. <laughs> that's a yeah, victory. we've all cheated. Um, that's, that's for sure. Um, in sports, obviously. Um, Look the, at the Patriots. <laughs> they cheat all the time. Right. You do it until you get away with it. Yeah. Coach Gold in lacrosse used to tell, like, in face-offs, like, to grab. He's like, it's cheating. But if you get caught, they'll just, you know, the other team gets the ball. Like, it's not really a penalty. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it gets us the ball. I got the ball, Coach. You got the ball. Okay, Danny, go sit down. <laughs> Maybe I'll start putting buzzers on the pitchers so that uh, the catchers aren't showing everybody what they're pitching. Or but, maybe uh, no. See, just maybe. it's because the cameras that were used were from the outfield, um, and they were supposed to be used for just scouting purposes, like after the game. But they were using them real time, like in the dugout with like cameras, and then they were the commun- Originally, they were communicating it by like. Smack, smacking a garbage can with a bat, like three knocks would mean off off speed pitch. Two would mean fastball. Like nothing would mean the same. I don't know. But right. the solution. Why does every single catcher put a three for the same pitch and a one for a fastball? Why not just like switch it up? Hey, it's a fastball today. Uh, we used to do that in the yard, but um. Uh, I think it's stupid to even think about. No one's looking at that, you know. Like the batter can't see that. You know what I mean? Neither can the people in the dugout. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but the cameras in the outfield obviously can. But they're not. Otherwise, how do they purpose? Work? Like that's the point. They're cheating and using that. And see, the worst thing is, do you remember? I don't know if you watched any playoff baseball last year, but Altuve no. hit a walk-off home run to send them to the World Series to beat the Yankees off Chapman. It was a 101 mile an hour per hour fastball. Mile per hour. Jesus. Um, and when he grounded third, the whole team was obviously there to fucking celebrate and he held onto his shirt like for dear life and was saying like don't take off my shirt, don't take off my shirt and then instead of celebrating with his team, basically went right into the clubhouse changed his shirt came back out and then did the interviews and stuff like that because he fucking had an electronic buzzer on him. Like, woof. How did they find out? Uh, <sighs> I think there was a whistleblower, a guy who played on... So the Red Sox were involved too um, the next year because Alex Cora was a bench coach um, for Houston when they won the World Series 2017. So um, he obviously was the manager of the Red Sox in 2018 when they won the World Series and uh, he uh, has since been fired obviously so uh, you know tough times in baseball right now although I think scandals are good for baseball where hockey <laughs> agreed with scandals <laughs> I think people makes people talk about it 
Uh, it's all the Jason learning about baseball for the first time. I was just <laughs> when does it get crazy over uh, uh, at the old Bleacher Bar? When do you guys get started? Uh, April second is opening day. April second. Mm. Marathon Monday is uh, four twenty. So. Oh boy. Mm. That'll be a fun four, one. Four twenty all month. Four twenty all month. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke it up, man. All right. Um, well, uh, unless Lou has hockey history, I'd like to go around the horn with some pop stars. I do actually have hockey history. All right. It, okay. Uh, did we lose uh, our guests? <laughs> uh, yeah. Mikey, do you want to be, do hockey history? <laughs> yep. Nope, he doesn't. They're playing cornhole. Uh, okay. Well, that's fair. I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, this week in hockey history, the first recorded organized indoor hockey game is played in Victoria Skating Rink in Montreal. Two teams of nine players apiece used flat a flat wooden disc instead of a lacrosse ball, commonly used when the game is played outdoors. Do you guys get any idea what year this happened in? 1897. Damn. That's very close to what I was going to say, Siege. I was going to say 1892. It was 1875. Ooh, way back. Guys, <laughs> the Civil War just ended. Post-bellum. Post yes, yes. Okay. Post-bellum hockey game. <laughs> and um, it was indoor, you said? Was it uh, yes, that was... <laughs> That's pretty cool. They were making fucking rinks back then. It was the first ever like organized indoor hockey game. Um, all right. Any so, idea who played? Uh, it was <laughs> two sides of nine players apiece. That's all it says. It was, it was Jacques' <laughs> team against uh, Dan's well, team. Well, it was very clearly Jean Beliveau was definitely there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. right. Um, he organized it. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, this week in hockey history, uh, Wayne Gretzky extends his own NHL record for consecutive 100-point seasons. Oh, sorry, the year is 1992, um, with an assist uh, for the Los Angeles Kings in a 4-1 win against the Philadelphia Flyers at the Forum in Inglewood, California. Ha- uh, in 1992, what was this consecutive 100-point streak? So, How many seasons in a row? Teddy had a hundred points in the year 1992. Five. Mm, I'm going to say seven. It was his 13th straight 100 point season. What? Did he score the points every year? I said five. Yeah, I was like, uh, I didn't even hear you, and I was like, I don't want to go too low. But 13? Jesus Christ. I was not going to guess that high. Speaking of 100-point seasons, um, can we can we just uh, divert to Drysdale real quick? Wait, yeah. See, great call. I got a, I got a trivia question for you guys. Um, Drysdale, who was first to reach 100 points, um, do you know where he stands in German-born players with points? Total ever, ever, yeah. He's got to be. I'm. 
Is he number one? No. No. Three? Not yet. I was gonna, I'm going to say six. He's third. Ooh. Nice. Second guess. Do you know That's who one wild. and two is? Uh, uh, what, is Savard? Or the, 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 is he German? Don't, don't think Savard is German, no. Um, I, I can think of like Marco Sturm. Oh, Sturm, yeah. Boom, number one. 487 nice. points. And is Darius Kasparitis German? I don't think nope. he's got that many points, though. Don't think so. He was in the Finnish or, or Ruski uh, thing. Mm. Oh, you're right. He was one of my boys with Mike Greer. When we played like NHL 06. With Mike Greer. Jochen Hest. Oh. With 463. Yeah. And Leon is third with 419. Oh. Yeah, he's going to be. Yeah. Year, they, don't, they don't call him the German Gretzky for nothing. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be uh, the best in a year. He's, uh, he's so I, far ahead of everyone. And also, the only other thing I, I wanted to talk about was fantasy um, hockey. <laughs> well, let's, let's finish. Yeah, I got, I got one more hockey history. Hockey history. All right, nice. Uh, the last question. The year is 1999. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs make mo- make the most of their uh, makes the most of their shots, scoring four goals in a four nothing win against the St. Louis Blues. Uh, this is the fewest shots ever by a winning team in NHL history. The Blues had 28 shots. How many shots did the Toronto Maple Leafs score their four goals on? It's the least in history for a winning team. For a winning team. Seven. Ooh. I was going to say nine. It was indeed nine. Fuck oh. you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm on a heater today. On a heater Talk today. history for us. What do you nice. mean? I, I got closer on both the first two. <laughs> um, yeah, but I also, uh, on my second guess, got your trivia question. And okay. I got my term. So I'm on a heater in the second half of this. <laughs> nice, dude. Happy for you. You need, you need a little boost you don't here. Sound very happy. I need, yeah, yeah. So if we're going to, if we're going to get into it, everyone's a blowout except for me and Aaron. I got smashed. Dude, Absolutely obliterated. I am. Uh, I'm not going to get enough no goalie starts. Stop me. I didn't get enough goalie. I got two goalie starts all week. I One of them uh, was Varlamov coming in relief, so all my numbers got screwed, and then Jari today. Well, I lost Victor Hedman and Mikhail Makar, or Kale Makar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, boys, I just, my team continues to be sick. I win everything at faceoffs. I, I played the goalie carousel, picked up Yuri Saros to play against Anton Kudobin. Two-nothing game, get a shutout, some low goalie averages. Fucking, I should have kept him. He got another shutout. Um, but, you know, I didn't even need him. Um, I just keep keep rolling with that. Use all five ads of the week. Um, Kevin Hayes, Quadru, two goals last night. See ya. It's easy. Yeah. If I get out of this round, I'm going to have to start the uh, the five-player ads because losing Hedman and McCarr is not going to get me a championship. Use them now, dude. Get some people right now. Shouldn't tell you that if I'm going to play you, but well, the, 
the only issue is, is I, I kind of want to keep my car. Right, if it's day to day, I would too. But like, this I week, want him next year. I had, to get rid of, I had to get rid of Mark Stone because I was like, I need to add a guy. Like, right, but but he was you week to week though. But McCarr is kind of a guy I want on that decor next year. That's true. So, I mean, and Headman, I don't really want to drop him either. This is my top two defensemen. Uh, I might, I might drop Hedman, but that's that's gonna be tough to not have him. He he's had a great uh, season, but the only close. When did he one, get hurt? Huh? Uh, last night. I was gonna say, yeah, I'm watching him on the screen right now. Yeah, in Boston, he got hurt. Um, in fact, if you uh, if you check out what happened, uh, let me know how bad you think it's gonna be. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but me and Aaron are in an absolute death match. Uh, I, I've got goals nine to seven. We both have seven games left uh, tonight. Uh, he's up by one in assists. Does it go uh, into Monday? No. It's the last night. Okay, that's what I thought. It says seven uh, remaining for me, and I'm like, I don't have, like, any remaining. But it must be just, like, it ends at the, when the day ends. You know? Yeah, well, also, if, if games are going right now, Ty, then you don't. Uh, there's only one game going right now. It still counts whoever played today, though. It's yeah, not- Siege, if you uh, win, okay, I got you. If you win, we're definitely playing each other. So, and uh, and I've struggled this week. I have um, a shorthanded point or a game winner could send it either way. Um, we both have. He's got Flurry and Vasilevsky, and I've got Riddick and Bennington. All have games tonight. I don't think everyone's starting. Did Vasilevsky play against Boston last night? Yeah, he did. I don't got to deal with him. Uh, I know Riddick's starting, but I don't know about Bennington, who's been shit this week. Yeah, I think McElhaney's playing today. They're getting beat by the Red Wings. Well, either way, I don't have a I don't have a dog in that fight anyway. Um, there are a lot of games today. Yeah, it's a pretty busy Sunday, and actually, um, lately the days have been more balanced. It's not like for some reason the end of the year here. It's not like a couple games on Monday and Wednesday. And most of them on Tuesday and Thursday. I think they've been, there's been at least five or six games every night, it feels like. Yeah, it's actually funny you mentioned that because I feel like the Thursday, I think, I went and saw the Vancouver game. That was the only game on the docket. That was uh, not this past Thursday, but the day before? Correct. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of going to games, um, I got to see the tips last night. They got beat nice. up. They got beat up by Seattle, but they're still uh, they're number one in that division, and we're only two weeks away from WHL playoffs. So I think we're gonna end up if we end up in first, we'll get to play Seattle in the first round. And uh, mm. if not, uh, they got this. They got this Czech center. His name is Gut. G U T. Good little player. Good little player. And of course. Uh, Dustin Wolf played for the uh, the U.S. national team at the, at the World Juniors, mm-hmm. and he was really the best player. But uh, not good. Always good to go get a tips game in. Got to use the cowbell, of course. Uh, nice. Enough. Such an awesome place to see a game. They do a great job there. The Angel of the Wind Arena. Love it. How how the uh, how to go with the new cowbell? Uh, cowbell's great. Although uh, three rows. Uh, yeah, yeah, excellent. And uh, my buddy Ethan, who we went to the game with uh, 
uh, Christina and Ethan's wife, and uh, he has one too. Um, and, you know, his that's wife's name is Christina too. No, no, his wife's name is Kayla. They're from uh, uh, Dallas or Fort Worth. I don't know. Uh, he'll be mad if I, I didn't know the difference. But um, uh, that's what I do. I turn rednecks into hockey fans. Um, that's exactly what I'm doing out here in Ohio. <laughs> Gospel of hockey, would you say? Yeah, the the gospel of Lord Stanley. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pumped. I really want the the Jackets to make playoffs because I want to go to another playoff game in that building. Oh wow, Braden points scored. I'm up ten to two now, boys. Woo! Jesus Christ, Ty, that's wild. I'm gonna win it all, boys. Uh, gonna, you're gonna need it all next week, buddy. If I uh, if I pull this out. I don't need hits. See, do you good at hits? You can have it. <laughs> um, uh, okay, I don't know. I have forty-one right now. I don't. I don't know if that's is that good. I have twenty-six. <laughs> okay, yeah, twenty-six is light. I think. Um, Sixty-eight. All right. Twenty-six. I'm losing. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we have uh, pops picks of the week? Yes. Um, although I believe the segment's called Pop Stars of the Week. I uh, well, that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I was gonna I was gonna say Drysdale, but since since we've kind of touched on him, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to UC Soros. Mm. Uh, the Preds have been climbing up the ranks. The goaltending has been better um, since the start of March, which includes one relief appearance where he stopped all four shots he was faced, but he stopped. Uh, 104 of 107 of his last shots, including Oof. two shutouts in the past week. So, um, UC Saros definitely uh, deserving of a pop star. Yeah, thank you, buddy, for the fantasy points. Um, I got, uh, as per mentioned previously, uh, Mika Zabinijad went out and uh, beat the Capitals on his own with a five-goal night, including the overtime winner. I uh, loved, loved the quote from the Ranger head coach t- uh, that Ty sent me to. He came out for the so press good. conference and just went, yeah, oh, that happened. <laughs> so that happened. <laughs> <laughs> that game was absurd. That um, was wild. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of torn right now. I kind of want to give it to uh, you guys made great picks. I think I'm going to give it to Claude Giroux. You know, two goals last night. Flyers are struggling. It's hard not to pick Flyers, boys, and I always chirp you guys for the homer picks, but when you win the nine in a row, I mean, that's my pops picks of the week, you know? Um, just timely goals, um, and boys are sticking up for them, so it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun right now. Going to come crashing down at some point, but we'll see. All right, boys, and you got anything else? No. I'm going to play some ping pong. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, that sounds like fun. Uh, I'm going to go eat a quesadilla. All right. So as always, go check out our very good friends, Parlors. They, if you're anywhere near New York City on April the 2nd, go check them out. They've got a show uh, coming up. Uh, and then you can follow us on our social media. We are at the Heineman Brothers Hockey Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hockey. Hockey.